0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ, pop, I keep hitting my mic, Pop Culture <laughs> Podcast. I am your host, Tony, I'm here with my other host. What did that mic ever do to you? What did it do to me? What didn't it do to me? <laughs> I'm Daddy Bear Eric. Yes, you guys, we are here for another week. Um, It's just us right now, but yeah. we have a very special guest coming on. So excited. He has been on the show before, before COVID, he was on episode 116, one of my favorite Guests, singer-songwriter Spencer Day is coming back on the show today. He's going to join us in a little bit. Um, We're going to talk about his new album, um, Broadway by Day, and it's an album of all- broadway covers so and he puts his little jazz songwriter spin on it and it's an amazing album so we're gonna dive into that catch up with him see what he's been doing during covid because he moved down to mexico i know so we're gonna do all of that kind of find out what he's been listening to talk about the album it's gonna be a lot of fun so he's gonna join us in a little bit but Eric, um, what did you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> Who did you do last? Where night? Where did I go? Uh, are you we did... outside right now? <laughs> Where am uh, I? I went to the
1: Marrow for the leather event. How was the leather event? It was good. It's it was really well attended. It was so fucking hot. Ah, oh, that's been what I was gonna ask you. So hot in San Diego. So, so. you guys,
0: if you're not in San Diego, we've yeah. been having a heat wave. It's been like 95 in the 90s.
1: yesterday. It, it was disgusting. Yeah. And wearing leather in heat is not a fun combination. So, oh, I bet you stunk. Afterwards. I just wore the vest and a tank top
0: and, and shorts. That's it. Yeah did I, did you did you bring <clears throat> the, the man with you?
1: I did not.
0: No. Oh, no. you were. Yeah. Oh, you saw one of our friends there, didn't you, Barry?
1: Yes, I saw Barry. Oh, yes. okay,
0: cool. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it was fun.
1: It was fun. It was re- really well attended. Yeah, it was a good event. Oh, yeah. Nice.
0: Did you? Okay. Are you caught up on
1: Drag Race? I am not. I did not watch oh, last night. Gosh. But go ahead and do the spoilers.
0: Spoiler alert! So I mean, so Drag Race, you guys, season fourteen. Can we just be done already? This is it's a dragging long on. season. All right, so they let oh. Georges and who was the other one? Wait, I saw that one. Yeah, who went with Georges? Uh, oh, Deja Sky. Deja Sky. So on this one, you have your top. Five, which is Willow Pill, which is who's my favorite, yeah. Bosco, yeah, um, Angeria and Diabetti. I'm sorry, Diabetti has the worst attitude. She's a whiner. She She's a whiner. About I'm just like stop. Yeah. So on this episode, I really thought they were going to get rid of somebody, and guess what? They didn't. Double save again. Again. Yeah. How? So now there's a top five instead of four.
1: Ugh. Wow. I
0: know. Oh, I have to tell you something. You know what? I'm speaking of Drag Race. You know what I've been watching? I what? started, I got so shout out to my favorite dispensary here in San Diego, March and Ash, yes. who have been on the show. So I went and got um, my refills, like my little yeah. accoutrements from March and Ash. I need to go today. Um, So la- was it last night or the night before? I can't remember. One of the nights when I went, um, I came home and I love when I get new weed. Um, to come home I eat Like make sure I have like the food I want The yeah. junk food All of that And I'm like I will be in for the night Nobody talked to me. <laughs> I and I decided to watch Drag Race España. Oh, I hear it's really good. It is addicting. These girls, I'm like, I'm loving it. But at the same time, it's just.
1: So what's so good about it? Like, why um, is, why... wait,
0: I so I started with season one. Okay. I know everybody's been raving about season two, right. right? And I was like, I haven't watched season one, so that's what I started with. Everybody, season one, one. They're not the best drag, but they're the most... Entertaining, okay. I would say. Is it dramatic? Is that dramatic? Why? Everything. Everybody's so catty and just like uh, everything. It's 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 yeah. a bunch of Latinos or Hispanics yeah. or you know we're right, all like yeah. that. So yeah. I'm enjoying it, but then afterwards, like my brain after five hours of Drag Race <laughs> Español, because I was so high, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I started like thinking in Spanish, and like it was wow. it was bad. Um, But it's highly entertaining. I I'll was have really to check that. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I will say I did start Bridgerton. Okay, because we talked about it last week. I everybody. got through episode one and, and part stopped. of episode two, and I'm like, I don't think this is for me.
0: No, I already <laughs> knew it wouldn't be for you. You're not that, you're not that kind of girl. I'm not that kind of gay. <laughs> no, you're not.
1: Um yeah, no, I just
2: is the night. The lights <laughs> went out. <Claude>. <laughs>
1: that's hilarious (laughs) I'm that kind of gay I'll watch that show any day (laughs) any day (laughs) any day of the
0: week oh you guys I do before we go to break and bring on Spencer Day do you want to give a shout out to one of our podcast friends Uh, it's uh, Firefighter Steven's birthday oh Oh, yeah we talk about him a lot on the show yes it's his birthday for all all of our regular listeners yeah it's his birthday weekend we're gonna go party it up tonight yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Towelful
1: <laughs> ladies we'll, will be like we'll It be, is 8 o'clock We'll be
0: in bed by 830.
1: 8.30 Well, actually, no, I'm picking up Caesar. We'll probably Ooh. be out late tonight So, um, are you guys officially a couple? We are officially a couple Oh, we are, wow we, are, we are oh, Interesting, now. okay yes. Mm-hmm. yes, it's progressed
0: It's going well Yeah, they're happy for you <laughs> The children are happy for you This is how I feel about it Impossible. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I know. I already got a message from you. I guess you're not gonna yes, like talk to anyone now that you're in a relationship.
0: Yeah, my Carol of the week, even though we're not doing it, is when your <laughs> friends get into relationships and they disappear. They decide not to talk to anybody anymore because they are in their Twitter painted. Do you remember that from Bambi? Twitter no. painted. No, it's like like being in love, Bambi and he was that.
1: so depressing. No, God, everybody that's died. a dark
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. That's my Carol. This mm. one has kind of disappeared. Everybody, absolutely
1: not. Absolutely I'm, true. I didn't go to like one taste of Chula Vista last week. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're
0: and done. And Our I've
1: disappeared. Is over. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't exist
0: anymore. <laughs> Interviews for a new co host start today. No I'm kidding. <laughs> but you guys we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to have Spencer Day it's going to be a lot of fun I can't wait to catch up with
3: yeah you. it'll be great yeah it'll be good we'll be back you guys in the world of male sexual health getting an erection isn't always the problem but instead premature ejaculation may be the issue the great news is him says that covered with either a spray a pill or both formulated with lidocaine the spray works by altering the sensitivity to the sprayed area without overly numbing Unlike other topical products, it's absorbed by the skin without transferring to your partner. Spray to the most sensitive areas of your penis 5 to 10 minutes before game time. This spray absorbs quickly and stays local to the applied area, rather than numbing the sensation of your entire penis. Studies have shown men can last 64% longer when using the spray. Hims offers men access to high-quality medical products for issues all men face, but rarely take care of. And HIMS is a trusted destination for sound medical guidance with both prescription and non prescription solutions. Sex should be fun for all. HIMS helps you enjoy this pleasure longer with a quick and easy spritz. Try HIMS today. Go to whoinvitedher.net/slash HIMS. That's HIMS. HIMS is a one-stop shop for sexual wellness, hair loss, and skincare for men. They can connect you to FDA-approved treatments backed by science. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate all from the comfort of your own home. See website for full details and safety information. That's who in-
0: Oh, that was really loud. Yes, wow. I hit the wrong button. Oh, wow. Hey, everybody. We are back from break, and we are back with our very, very special guest. He's been on the show before, and I'm excited to have him back. He is singer-songwriter Spencer Day is here with us. Hi, Spencer. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's so, so good to see you again. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last time you were on was before COVID, yeah. <laughs> when we could actually meet in person so- and all that good stuff.
4: It was like February 28th, 2020. So yeah. you were my last in-person interview. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't think I've had an in-person uh interview of any kind since then. I think it's oh, all wow. been virtual still. Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's it's, nice though. That's convenient.
0: So, I want to know what you've been doing s- during COVID cuz you were down in Mexico. You were living in Mexico for a while, weren't you?
4: Yeah, I'm st- I'm still there. Well, I saw you guys, and then actually, I my friend Effie Pacero, who I think we know is yeah. is an amazing singer. We went down. We were going to do like nine shows: Guadalajara, San Miguel. You know, just right. to have a fun musical hang, and then going to New York City, and then coming to San Francisco, which is why you guys were being so wonderful about helping us uh plug that show which which did not happen it was Um, literally i uh, remember
0: this because it was literally before the pandemic hit yeah and your show i think you were coming back to san diego for martinis that used to be at the time and both of those shows got canceled and then martinis shut down like right after that and stuff but now yeah so
4: and it was just a glimmer in our eye. We're like, Coba, oh, whatever. That sounds that sounds funny. That's so far away. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, um. But we went down to do um to do ten shows, and um, because before the pandemic, as a musician, you know, as your legs cut off, you just go on stage and do it. And all the venues in the states, including in San Diego, were saying the show must go on. And I was like, oh, okay, if it must, let's head <laughs> down. And so we were, um. come for the cocaine stay for the kidnapping tijuana (laughs) and the state of emergency was declared and we were (laughs) and um uh all the power went out in the entire like the grid for the city so we just hung out and wrote um and wrote a song and then we got down you know we just didn't know what was there was so much misinformation and just conflicting messages so we headed down and we were there when everything shut down and then during that time that month I stayed because we just didn't know when was good to travel we didn't and actually Effie got a got a boyfriend and she decided to stay so both independently we decided to To stay stay and work on our residency because I went to Guadalajara I was trying to think of a COVID friendly activity to do so I went to Guadalajara and the um the head of a studio there he liked my voice and he asked have you done any voiceover radio work which uh, I hadn't at that point but uh so they had me read this script because they just I was just a gringo in the right place at the right time. They're like, <laughs> we need this. We we need a someone who can translate this and do it in two different languages that uh that evening and they're like can you uh get and i saw the mariachi vargas leaving the studio who are one of the best yeah. mariachi groups in the world and i was like i want to know this guy because i'm a, i was obsessed with mexican music and Wapangos before the pandemic yeah um and uh so i don't know i'm trying to see let me see if i can remember it was for a new park they were like renovating a new park and the translation was like here in an eleven-hectare polygon, where dreams come true, <laughs> long obscured hitherto within shadows of oblivion. And I was like, "Is Chistoso? Like, is this supposed to be funny? Because this don't make <laughs> no kind of sense."
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: and they're like, "Okay, it's about a park." I was like, "I think you just want to say a neglected park." He's like, "Well, can you leave the word oblivion in there?" I was like, "I can. That's more like Star Wars, like yeah. into oblivion. Your park. That's not really what we would say." But um. Through that, I did um, a tequila commercial, and at the time, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I didn't have my residency yet. So yeah. it, this, we just worked out a trade with the studio. So the Broadway record we were starting, we had a record label lined up. When I last saw you guys, and yeah. we were excited to finish it, um, and then of course, like everything during the pandemic, they said we're so sorry, but we just can't, you know, financially commit to this. But thanks to working out this trade with the studio, I was able to record with some of the best string players in the country there and we were able to finish the record there so that's kind of an unexpected uh blessing and during the process i just yeah had a really i mean it was horrible there you know we still are wearing our masks and doing you know yeah. the exact same thing everyone's doing here but um uh yeah just through that it was kind of a happy accident but uh yeah. that led to led to a lot of other really cool experiences and us being able to finish the record against a lot of uh, odds.
0: So the new record for everybody um, out there, it's um, Broadway by Day, and it's all covers of classic Broadway shows, and there's a couple new, like, more modern uh, mix in there, but it has a Spencer Day twist on a lot of songs, which I love, (laughs) personally. So how did the idea of... Because... uh, All the albums before this were all of your original work, songs that you wrote. So, this is the first album that you've done that is either standards or covers. Um, And I know, like, I was very excited for this album because I was like, oh, I wonder how Spencer's going to sound on like covers of standards or like the songs like I kind of grew up with. So, why did you decide now to do this type of an album of covers and why Broadway?
4: Well, and we had the idea, we were originally going to wrap the whole thing probably by April of 2020. So it only yeah. took like a year and a half uh, <laughs> longer. Um, well, initially, Alex, uh, my co-producer and I, he was saying to, you know, you've never done just a straight up swinging standard record now. And, but as a songwriter, I was like, you know, Fly Me to the Moons, yeah. a perfectly fine song. I cannot think of anything I would do with it that hasn't already been done better so, and he's actually, you know, he's he's I, the gayest straight man I know. He knows so much more about Broadway and musical theater than I do. And he suggested initially, and I thought, you know what? There's so many good Broadway songs that haven't really been given the same uh, treatment because I love Gershwin and Cole Porter, but yeah. those have been kind of done, done a lot. And so, um, and so it just became something that uh, we started realizing how many great songs there were that really haven't been touched in that setting. And as a singer songwriter, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I have to be able to put my own yeah. stamp yeah. on it. Cause otherwise I'm just doing karaoke. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm really proud of our ability. I think to, I'm, I'm hoping we achieve that, which is to simultaneously make it unique and put a original stamp on it, but at the same time, still, honor the song because a lot of times I can hear jazz versions of things and I'm like, what was the melody of this exactly. again? Like, you know. So it's that delicate balance. Yeah. You want to show yeah. that you have a real respect for what the song wants yeah. to be. Um, Cause, Cause on the know. album,
0: you pick a lot of classics. There's one song that I traditionally, am not a fan of because oh the show to me is so boring south pacific but you do <laughs> s- probably my favorite version of belly high <laughs> that i've ever heard i was like i actually love this song now and it's a little yeah. it's di- it's a different take on belly high than yeah. what i think i've even heard on other standard albums
2: special hopes, your own special dreams on the hillside and shining the streams If you try, you'll find me Where the sky meets the sea Here am I, your special island Come to me, come to me Valley High, Valley High
0: So, how did you come yeah. up with the arrangement for that and the one from Evita, too? Yes. Um, I, I'd, what is it? I'd be surprised. I'd be good for you. I'd be good Good for you. Yes. Which is, and you have like this Havana type of sound to it with the guitar.
1: With the guitar. Uh.
0: Everything. Like, how, what made you go, I'm going to do this twist on this song and then on this song that is completely different than how I look at the original like Broadway version? Yeah.
2: I won't go on. If I'm boring you, but do you understand my point of view? Do you like what you see, what you hear, and Could you be good for me too? I'm not talking of a
4: hurry night. A frantic tumble and a shaggy. Um, well, thank you. Those are two of my favorites. Well, one thing, as you mentioned, for the surprisingly good for you, I was in Latin America. Yeah. So, you know, I felt bad at the time because we had started to record that one. Well, my co-producer, Alex, he said, there's just one rule. No, Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's like, absolutely <laughs> not. <And> I don't. And <laughs> I, I don't blame him. I was I like, oh, yeah. right. oh, yes, we are.
0: Because
1: <laughs> Andrew
4: Lloyd and I Webber. became is- very insistent because I was... Yeah, I was, you know, I think he gets kind of knocked on maybe for getting too popular, but I was like, dude can write some good melodies. So, and now Alex is kind of convinced, but I was in Latin America. And so I was like, okay, you know, let's go to the source. So actually that was a great chance to feature the Mexican musicians on that track and really bring that, which I, which I really love. That's one of my, my favorite ones on there. And Bali High, as a kid, I just wanted to escape. I was in Utah. So anything that felt exotic to me was was um and so i didn't care about south pacific i'm kind of the same way the rest of the movie i didn't care but yeah. the montage of people swimming in waterfalls <laughs> and all that was love so that particular song was my so favorite gay. as a kid but so the, re- the rest of the show i could have i could have just like you know yeah i could have took her left but um yeah yeah i mean the goal was how can we have this come about organically but in a way that still, you know, once again honors the melody of what it wants to be. Cause there are some jazz versions where just because Old Man River could be. A mambo in seven eight time doesn't mean it should be. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's like not. It's not really. Um, and so the melody of that one we kind of kept the exotic feel of them, but then I still got to do what I do over the the top of it. So yeah. those are thanks for. Mentioning I like those. those, those and my, my other favorite well. one
0: because it's one of my favorite songs is maybe from Annie, and you do such a good version of it. <laughs> maybe
2: far away. Or maybe real nearby He may be pouring her coffee She may be straightening his tie Maybe in a house All hidden by a hill She's sitting
0: But you how did oh. you pick the playlist for this? Like cuz there are so many musicals out there. Yeah. Are these songs you picked that you had some kind of connection to or was it kind of like um somebody suggested? How did you come up with the the list for the album?
4: Um well, I think uh, initially we we just started naming off tunes and really what we've realized is there are we could do like three more albums of this in terms of songs that haven't really been covered in a jazz or singer singer songwriter setting so we it and so far this record's been doing really well and and getting a great response so we'd love to follow it up we could probably do easily four more yeah. of this we went through everything that we went through wicked and we you know we wanted to be open to everything and there's some you know i always wanted more of like a jeff buckley yeah Robert Plant, cool voice, but that's just not the sound <laughs> <laughs> that came out when I started. It was just doobie be doo do. be So you got to work with what you got. So there were some that didn't seem to land. So this record was really just whatever came together yeah. the easiest. And so the surprisingly good for you, the the Mexican musicians, especially, <laughs> they're like, different. oh yeah, yeah, we got. So it, yeah. this this particular time was just about what came together organically. But there's so many more great songs we could have done from. I don't know, just so many Oliver. Actually, I mean, even cats. Like, there's a cool way you could do memory that wouldn't sound
1: like. That'd be cool. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Yeah. so there, and we, in a way, there's kind of um, what it was kind of a way of taking back the night because there's a lot of jazz musicians. It can be a surprisingly machismo and homophobic scene yeah. in the mainstream jazz world. And so for example, like thing yeller, temptation. in my early days I would hear jazz guys make fun of that song with the lisp, which was kind of cringy. Now in my older age, I'd be like, you know, that's not cool. But like, fortunately that world's that. <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, but it's also it was a way of us showing hey, these are these songs are solid and great. And also jazz being reminded of how much um they owe to musical theater because there's been this divide that a lot of musical theater people think of jazz as being elitist and kind of esoteric and hard to hard to access and a lot of jazz people thinking of Broadway as being too cheesy or "quote unquote" too gay or whatever that is too. So it was a great way of yeah. of realizing how much these two genres owe to each other and have in common. So that yeah. was part of our goal. Did you it.
0: was it planned to start the album with a chorus line number and then end the album with a chorus line number? Because you start the album with one and then you end it with what I um, what I did for love, which are both of, I love. I love chorus line. You begin with it's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> And you do such two really good versions of those songs. It's really cool. So was that the idea, to bookend the album with Chorus Line? And why? Um, that was actually
4: Alex Alex's idea. And once again, him knowing more about musical theater. Because mm. growing up Mormon, if it was on VHS and it was G-rated... Then I saw it. But yeah. Chorus Line didn't make it to the video oh, store where God, we were no, me so I've actually still I've still never seen the show. What? And so Alex <laughs> That's had another <your> day. <laughs> I know it's it's an out, outrage. But um so Alex had to explain to me like what I did for love that it's not just a love song, it's actually about what you give up for art, which during the pandemic became especially poignant. For us, but um, God, ain't that yeah, true. I think we started that because even though I haven't seen the show, even in Mexico, people know Singular Sensation. Sensation. They yeah. may not know more of the song than that, but it's so iconically Broadway. And once again, as I was mentioning, putting that in a jazz context, because yeah. we really we searched far and wide to find songs that would have be recognizable, but not have been given the treatment that we um that we did. So that was actually Alex's idea. Oh, I it, liked you know, it. So. I really
0: I think the whole album, the songs you picked were just like one, they suited your voice like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and the arrangements for a lot of them, because I've listened to a lot of versions of a lot of the songs, and a lot of them had a very different twist to them, like especially on the street where you live, because that song was my audition song when I used to do theater. And I used to be obsessed with the Harry Connick Jr. version of that song. Um, But the version you have is completely different <laughs> than what I've heard. And it's so good. I was just like, oh, he better not fuck this song up. And you <laughs> didn't. It's really good.
4: <laughs> it that really was good. the word. Actually, the Broadway press, they've been incredibly supportive because that was kind of my... Worries that the Broadway purists were going to yeah. come, you know, and at you, me, they which they I of course do. didn't want. And no, they've <laughs> yeah. they've been they've been they've been great. And yeah, the um, on the street was one of the few songs we have on there that has been done quite a few times. Yeah. So that presents a whole other challenge of making sure you don't. Yeah. You know, you, you can still a put your own stamp it. on it.
0: Everybody, go listen to it on the album. Right. <laughs> Spencer Day Broadway by <laughs> Day. Go go on Spotify. You can get it on Spotify and listen. <laughs> It's a great album. So, did
4: you it's, get the part in My Fair Lady when you auditioned? Uh, with no, that? Did I did. I, that was
0: my audition song for everything else that I auditioned with. That was like the song I always ended up doing for some reason huh. uh, for my auditions when I used to audition. I got into the woods with that song. What other shows? Did I, I think I got into the woods with that song. Carnival with that song too. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to be my go-to. Did back you? Today. Did you get Jack? What character
4: did you get? In oh, awards?
0: no, me and my twin brother were the princes. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was Cinderella's okay. prince, and he was Rapunzel. Because we're twins, so they were like, oh, this is going to be cool. Let's have a set of twins play the princes. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. I mean, we had me and my brother had a great time doing that show. And Agony was literally Agony singing with my brother, never again. <laughs> Should have been one. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. <laughs> so you've been touring with the album. Um didn't you just did a show in New York, if I remember right, right?
4: No, not yet. Actually, oh, yeah, I have not York. been back in a couple of years and I lived there for ten, so I'm I'm excited to um we're going to Europe first. I'm doing That's, um I a jazz. A jazz cruise and then some shows in the UK and in the Netherlands so that'll be, I mean I just haven't been anywhere apart from are Mexico you ready are you ready Cal- California I think so yeah. it's still kind of weird like we're in San Francisco we did a show last night and it was great but as a musician before the pandemic it's weird to be in a position where you're kind of anxious you're like oh wow there's a there's a lot of people here tonight which before would right. be like oh wow this is a great thing but yeah. now there's it's still getting up. It's just weird.
1: Yeah, It's weird.
4: I think if you had kind of introvert qualities, which like a lot of performers, I actually do, like I can sincerely enjoy being in front of people, but then I kind of have to, um, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard to get back in the gear. I mean, I've been having a great time. It's also been so healing to see what a difference it's made for other people to be in front. Cause that's my little yeah. corner of the world. I get to try to make people happy and leave the world a little better than I, Found it, um, yeah. but we haven't done New York yet. So I'm, I also didn't want to see New York until she had a chance to put her makeup back on. <laughs> I her, know, you know, right? <laughs> I was it's there. It's not the place I want to be when the yeah. when the lights go out. <laughs>
0: I was <Yeah>. there. <laughs> that is true. I was there in October, and that was the first time I had been there in a while to see my brother. And I went, and it was weird. There was still a lot of masks, and everybody following. And like, I yeah. went and saw tons of Broadway when I was there. Um, but they were so strict about having your vaccinations, and everybody had to wear a mask while you're in the theater. And like, people, you could only take it off to like drink water, or not. But they were like. Nazis they were just watching like somebody took the note put it back on like yeah they were really yeah. which I appreciated. I yeah. was like yes that's how it needs to be yeah. but it was it's very it was very cool being in the audience after not being able to see like live performances yeah. like as an audience member I was like oh my god I miss this so so much and you can tell like because I had saw Hades Town when I was there, and it was the original Broadway cast came back to do the show. Um, right, because they hey they had just reopened the show, and my brother was like, "You got to go see it with the original cast because they're only going to do it for a little bit." And you can feel the energy from the cast with the having yeah. a live audience and being back on stage. It was so so cool. So I'm sure you must feel the same way being in front of an audience like a packed house and performing again it must feel like amazing to be back doing that
4: i mean it's 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 once again it's kind of intense because i did it like you guys i mean i did some zoom concerts for benefits i never did need a charge because i just felt like it sounds so bad when i would do i was like okay I guess we're gonna do this, and we yeah. try. But you just try to imagine. You finish, and you're like, ta-da! And then you're like, I'm gonna assume some people are clapping <laughs> right. out there because. Yeah. So it it was really great and and really thrilling. Even last night when we um did it, we had a sold out show here in San Francisco, which was great. But it was kind of intense to feel like that. But it I yeah, I mean, super healing. I guess would be the best word. And when I went to hear music for the best time or the best time the it best, was the best time yeah. it was the, the first time. <laughs> time in uh in guadalajara with a string quartet that i know that i just started like sobbing because i oh, hadn't I been in a situation of hearing live music too so i think it's that's been really special to see how meaningful it's been and actually that was the last show i saw you guys in san diego and i went to new york and hadestown was the last thing i saw oh. uh,
0: what did you think of Hades before
4: I really, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I don't know if it was the same girl singing the, uh, the Persephone? I forget, Persephone, maybe? Yeah. She was killer.
0: Yeah. And the, I really... The, ca- the original cast that I saw, they were... Man, it was such a good show. Visually, everything. And I think even the energy from the audience, they were just like eating it up. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of Broadway, we're going to go back to the album. You do a song from Hollow Dolly with Jane. How do you say her last name? Mon- Monheit? Monheit? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. She. I love her voice. I, her voice is so good, and the way, like, her phrasing in the song, because you guys do, um, the duet from Hollow Dolly, where is it at? I know, I know, it. oh, it only takes a moment, which typically is a very, like, it only, very slow, but you guys kind of do, like, a, a little bit of a, it sounds like a swing version almost, like, very, a little bit up version of the song, which I appreciated
4: she's super swinging i mean yeah she's uh yeah she's been grammy nominated and and she does so many jazz festivals so that was actually her um idea to do because she right before everything shut down for her the last thing she saw was hello dolly with betty buckley and so she was so actually i have her to thank for coming up with that uh version and keeping with our theme of trying to Still honor the song, but then do them in a really different yeah. way. Because, yeah, that's that's not how it's done in the no, show. No, <laughs> it's not.
0: And I appreciated the new version because sometimes that song can get a little draggy. <laughs> like, it's like... Mm. But it's a great version. And you have um, on the album, you also... Who makes an appearance? It's... um what's it called jazz legend dave cocuz is on there too dave
4: playing. dave cause yeah Kauz, yeah he yes. does
0: i saw that in the liner notes and i was like what how did he get him he's like a legend in the jazz community
4: i didn't think either of them would say yes to doing it and so really? i went and they both were like sure, sure. let's oh, that's yeah so cool. how Which is it working
0: is, with him yeah. He's been doing oh music great since, like, yeah he's years.
4: been a huge supporter of mine and you know he's got his own show on Sirius Satellite Radio yeah. and has just been a huge supporter for years. But when I went to them, I mean, I have very low self-esteem about that, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you'd you'd ever want to do this. But I thought I'd ask all oh. the same, and they both were just immediately like, sure, let's, uh, do, it. Like so it. let's was, do it. So that was that was really cool. Now I'm maybe a little more uh, emboldened to start going to some some other people because I really would love to do. A second one, there's try not to get worried, try not to turn on to. Um before the parade passes by, right, you can swing. There's just number. there's such a huge uh wealth of songs that haven't that we could still do. I would too. love
0: to see you take like some of the more modern musicals and doing your spin on them. That would be really cool. Like stuff what would
4: be Dear, your top like ones?
0: stuff from Dear Evan Hansen, because I love the writing for that show. And they yeah. had such great music. The movie version, as I've talked about on the show, I hated the movie version; it was awful.
4: Yeah, it did not. I, I've seen just I've seen a Broadway. I can't remember her name. She's kind of dissecting why it doesn't work and why yeah, it was good. great on. So I need to wait till I see it on theater because. Yeah. Uh, it's I've a seen show. some outtakes of her doing it and it looks it looks rough. <laughs> it did not make the transition <laughs> to film
0: well. It did. Plus Ben Plath is like what, thirty something years old and he's trying to play a seven year old kid yeah. it just doesn't work <laughs> like I would like yeah. to see you take shows like that and kind of put your spin on it some like newer stuff and then of course more of the classics like if you do it a volume two what other songs are you already thinking about in the back of your head like ooh I would love to do a cover of this.
4: I really speaking of new ones. I really like Next to Normal. Like oh, I miss sweet. the mountains. I feel like we could oh, do a really such a good show uh, as someone who who rides the bipolar express. You right. Know? <laughs> I see. Um, yeah, in my own mild way, but yeah. like all many artists, you know, prone to melancholia. So I feel yeah. like we could. I mean, Songtime. There's uh, there's so many. Um, uh, show me from My Fair Lady. I feel like we oh, could really one swing that. God, what else did we want to? Next to, to I mean, normal yeah. would
0: be, I would like to see you do Invisible um, Boy and um, S- S- Supergirl or Super Boy and Invisible Girl as a duet. That would be a really cool. I don't know. That would be cool because next to normal, it won the Pulitzer Prize. Kit kits Kitz, Kitz, who wrote it, who just did Sunset over Bull or uh, Flying over Sunset, mm-hmm. is a new musical. He just did that. I got to see when I was in New York, but he. Did next to normal and he won the pulitzer prize for it it's an amazing show if you guys have not heard the music for a good look it up it's so good yeah
4: yeah uh and there's some more Andrew Lloyd weber now that alex is a little more open <laughs> to it like tell tell me on a sunday unexpected song those are i mean god you know yeah we could just think of where is love from yeah. oliver and uh wicked we could not find it i was like i just can't we tried to be open and i was like i just no. can't see myself <laughs> you're uh, like uh-uh, not that, that one, one. no <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: so when are you um, going to do a um like a hispanic album cuz i feel like you would be so good at that Ooh, havana night idea. like in um I would love to see you know like the movie version or even the play version of Guys and Dolls when they go to Havana for that little That was my
4: favorite scene when oh, I was really? a kid. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. you
0: remember that like 50 60s style Cuban sounding music. I would love it if you did an album like that. That would be so cool. Yeah.
4: That actually that was what initially brought me down to Mexico right before the pandemic was to study Wapangos and and yeah. Uh, boleros and and mambos and all that um and that's what i'm really excited about that um for our next original music project it's actually called la frontera and i'm recording it with musicians in both countries and bringing the guys down so that's actually already under under way i'm so so um and but in the musical guys and dolls i never got as a kid because i didn't know what being drunk was and i was just yeah. like i want to go to havana she's acting I silly i don't like it i didn't know why
0: <laughs> oh but, uh, and, that, yeah, and that's, that's our funny. my next
4: project yeah yeah
0: that was like i i thought of that when i was listening to this album um and your other stuff it's like oh he would be so good at that yeah. if there was an album with that style because mu- there is nothing out there right now and nobody's really doing that right now yeah. so i think it'd be great yeah, but yeah, that's, whatever that's the next, next one is, if it's that one or Volume 2 of your Broadway, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it will. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I have a question for you. So, you prime it, most of the stuff you do is within the jazz community. Jazz people who want to get into jazz music may feel a little intimidated, like I did when I started listening to it. What are some of like your recommendations, like 3 albums are a must if you are like as an introduction to the jazz music world? Would you pick and that's recommend? That's a fantastic
4: people? question. <laughs> and with it, with it comes great responsibility. I, know. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: like, i am um, Spencer would say?"
4: I would say for a classic one in terms of improvisation and that's instrumental. I would say Miles Davis kind of "Blue," oh, because nice. they just did that all in one setting. They just sat down, and it's it's good for sexy time because <laughs> it's kind of mellow and atmospheric, and yeah. it's got a. It's got a really consistently good one. I feel like I would do a really good um, Ella Fitzgerald one. Maybe her singing the Cole Porter songbook. Yes. Um, if I actually like have theater. that on vinyl.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually have that on vinyl. Like that one. And then she did, I think she did a Broadway album too. And that's the other one I have on vinyl of hers.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that would be great. Any of those are great. But yeah. I would say the Cole Porter one might be one of my favorites she did for that. And then what would be a good? I'm trying to think of ones. I have some that are a little more out there, but I'm trying to think of once again some good, <laughs> like, uh... as an intro for a newbie to the jazz yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Chet, Buck, Chet Baker, like "My Funny Valentine" too. That was I one of the know, first cool. ones that yeah. I. Yeah. Or uh, or Billy uh, Holiday, maybe like a greatest hits of that. That could be a cool one. Yeah. But maybe Chet Baker, because you get some instrumental with the trumpet. Yeah. And you get his voice in the early years when it's just super dreamy and he's kind of the James Dean of jazz. Yeah. So <laughs> I would I would say those are three really good ones to get started.
0: Nice. That's a good selection. Yeah, that is a good
4: selection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the Grammys, by the way? I'm curious.
4: I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I, was I, was I kept meaning you. to.
0: It, what did, did you watch it? I didn't watch the Grammys. Oh, no. man, because Lady Gaga did a cover. She did a tribute to Tony Bennett and she did Love for Sale and she was getting such heat on Ooh. the soul show because she was just like all over the place and like her voice it was Ooh. it was a weird rendition and i've uh, seen her do that song yeah. before for the album they did yeah but i was like Is she don't crack what's
4: going on <laughs> she's did she do a line before <laughs> she went out i don't know what's <laughs> happening with her we we all have some misfires too i, I didn't um, It was entertaining. I think I was traveling. Oh, that's what was going on. I was driving. I just drove about 35 hours. I just drove my car back from Central Mexico here to San Francisco. I was like, because ordinarily, of course, I'd be watching. Yeah. Um. the The year before, my friend said, which I thought was really funny. During the middle of COVID, he's like, they might as well just do it as like, uh, you know, uh, as an email blast. <laughs> I know <laughs> because everything was <laughs> everything was so virtual at that yeah. point. They were like, they might yeah. as they might as well just do a group oh, email for it. <laughs> it's a group <laughs> That's why I I heard that um, uh, John Batiste was great. Yeah, he was really really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a highlight on that. The, the Grammys were weird this year, were they? Yeah, I was huh. just like some of the people. I was like, I've never heard of you. Maybe yeah. I'm getting just getting old. I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't know.
4: So when was Duo Lipa? Did yeah, she Dua did Lipa, she
0: do a live one? Sh- I she, think she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, she was good. I like her. Okay. She yeah. doesn't. Like, she's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Who's well, oh that was my other question. So who now currently are you listening to? Yeah, and who are some of your biggest inspirations? Both. That's a two, um, two-parter right there.
4: <laughs> well, all the guys in my in my band kind of laugh at me because um, if you go through my catalog, it's like lola beltran the mariachi vargas what let's oh, actually mariachi just take vargas. a look let's I go to that. the let's go to the phone <laughs> you know what because, i actually got um, y'all
0: appreciate this spencer i got for my birthday was uh, linda Ronstadt's mediachi album that she did on oh. vinyl oh it's one so of my friends good got, it's my one of my favorite yeah. albums of all time and i was oh looking God, everywhere closer. for the vinyl of it and one of my very good friends he found it and that's what I got for my birthday. I was like over the moon. Everybody was like, "You're getting excited over after that."
1: This, I want to hear that. It's so
4: good. God. It's oh, like dude, one of her she best kills columns. it. She's, yeah. and she's got the Yelp. She's just oh, got so the whole. She just so gets so it. It's good. just. It's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, that that one's killer. Hours? Let's see Um, the last things. uh, Sol de Mexico. I know two of the guys, the violin players playing on it. It's a new record they just came out with. They actually do Maria from West Side Story. Oh, um, which I really love the new one, but like I a love the new version, movie, yeah. So good. Um, I listened to, yesterday, to Fast Love by George Michael. I'm not sure wow. what that was about. I just needed... What did, let's just dive needed into that. Look. Why Fast yeah. Love? Are you looking
0: for Fast Love, Spencer? <laughs> that's what's going they, on.
4: I mean, I haven't had... I'll take it anyway. It's been like a year and a half since there's been any kind of slow love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, me too. Jesus Christ. Moderate, moderate. Wait a minute. Scene. Last time you were on, you were in a relationship. Yeah. I was. Oh, yeah, so was, was I. I- I, being producer Rob, that uh, ended too. So,
4: yeah, I feel like if you could withstand the pandemic, then just lock it down and right. never <laughs> <Right>. leave. Because, <laughs> of, yeah, I mean, and so much of it wasn't about; it was just people. You know, I think it's easier if you can be like, "Oh, this person was a terrible person, and yeah. that's why it happened." And the pandemic, there. I just actually bought a new self-help book I haven't read called "Ambiguous Loss," and it's about the pandemic and that. There's some things we're just not going to get closure. Things ended, jobs ended, and I miss San Diego so much. I hope I can make my way back. That's where I was living when we last got together, and so so much of it we don't have an explanation for why, at least for me, of why things ended. If they just uh, did, which is kind of heartbreaking in another way. You know, it's better to have that than. Yeah. A more obvious loss, you know, but oh, for sure. Know, have so, what I have Saint Vincent, <gasps> Prince Johnny. Oh, okay. was one of the last things I listened to. <laughs> Jake Jacob Collier. Um, uh, then, oh, I have a playlist made "Sexy Chill," which is interesting because once again, there's been no sexy time. <laughs> and then, and then it's just like cumbia, cumbia, mariachi. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh,
0: yeah. that is that's almost like mine mine is a lot of like 50 60s and you'll get like a riot girl band mixed in there some l7 i've,
4: I've been so mine so oh well. i love l7 i yeah. do too
0: they were such badasses back in the day i've been
1: listening to boleros with
0: caesar really? gave me oh a with caesar? yeah
1: both modern i have one of modern boleros and then like the classics too oh and i love just while i'm working to listen to them They're so yeah. great i have a spotify
4: playlist that someone created on spotify called boleros i like to drink rum too and it has a <laughs> lot of followers and actually that's <laughs> right on there too
1: oh i'm gonna have to look that one up I mean, I know, but... <laughs> yeah i
4: know it's i know it's the same at way my... it's got new ones and then it's got you know uh yeah well it's got yeah. the, a lot of the Edie and los panchos ones which oh, that record nice. of Edie gourmet in them is so good too
0: so who have been some of your biggest musical inspirations i'm curious like who inspired you especially with this broadway album that you kind of were listening to while you were deciding what songs to pick and the arrangements and all that what were you listening to while the album was being made
4: oh um well once again a lot of mari i don't know that the mariachi influence came off as much in that but that's been kind of consistent um God, who I, weirdly, a lot of Julie London because I think she just has got such a breathy, sexy thing. What else was I Um think during during the record? I kind of actually. I mean, I don't know. It's such a dark night of the soul. I've tried, <laughs> it's, it's such a haze. I think Jacob Collier. A lot of Rufus Wainwright. Oh, I, I love I Rufus. Where I was feeling that a lot. Which um, a lot of album? the cast recordings to these shows, yeah? like A chorus line, even though I haven't seen it on stage.
0: Was it like the um, original Broadway cast recordings or the revivals?
4: I think original. Okay, I think okay. I went Thank with you. the original for
0: that. <laughs> um, yeah. I love Rufus. Uh, which Rufus album do you is like the
4: one that you're listening to? Because he has some. I kind of music. went back to like release the stars and before, like oh, poses nice. and kind of the okay. early ones. I don't know if I needed to relive uh 10 years earlier to more simple times or yeah. or what that was about but uh god what are some of the new i'm totally drawing, drawing a, it a always play. happens when yeah. you get asked on the spot <laughs> <laughs> i have been listening to what the young kids like i try to stay like um do a leap what what else is uh Flay? i remember listening I to her because she's, she's kind of she's kind of she's very l7 she's like oh, really? Really, really i guess it's me like at 43 trying to feel like what are the i'm, <laughs> still, are the I'm still with YouTube? him who are the new Have you heard of this guy bruno
3: Mars? <laughs> this,
0: well now that now he has a new band it's what's it called silky something him and yeah. another guy do 70s style yeah. music yeah because that's making I a comeback the 70s disco funk is yeah. coming back so
4: oh what okay this is there's a french group called uh paradise that i got really into and cannons then i made a fire for you it's like kind of sexy
0: all the sexy music I know. all right you the... yeah.
4: yeah. you're yeah. putting it out there Spencer. you're putting it out there i know yeah like, just there's a bubble bath and candles yeah. and no one in it <laughs> this, what's manifest, like it. It. <laughs> manifest <laughs> it manifest
0: it manifest it make it happen <laughs> Oh, my God.
4: If you build it, they will come. Oh, with God, You're
0: I with hope.
4: Jesus. Oh, that could have multiple meanings, <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, my uh... God.
0: So are you working on another album now or is there are you just more on the touring touring aspect?
4: No, I mean that's that's when I get back to Mexico. That's yeah. my next project is, is La Frontera. So oh, we're getting together and, and jamming too. So yeah, yeah, we've already got that in the works for original music and and then it's just kind of touring. So once again, it's exciting and then there's things the i after a yeah. couple of years of Yeah, you know, getting myself back into the rat race. But as you guys, it. I'm sure know too. Now that the work's coming, in, I feel like I can't say no to anything. Yeah. So I'm
0: yeah trying yeah, not to over- it's kind of myself. the same. <laughs> we, we kind of anybody who is like, dude, can we come? On? Yeah, come on the show. Yeah, now yeah. we're back in person. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and and it's just, I mean, it is enjoyable because, like, God, we just learned that it's not fun. It's not fun <laughs> doing it on
0: Zoom. It we did a whole season of the show just on Zoom. Yeah. It was it and sucked. and it like, was fun. And
1: but for, it <laughs> for us, it's about like going out and what we do. And so we had yeah. no content because we were just
0: locked in. We literally, Spencer, were doing episodes about ice cream. We did a show about ice cream. Our Meditation. favorite ice cream. Because like a well, lot like, of the stuff was us going out, being social, talking about San Diego, things to do during the summer. Like these events are happening during yeah. COVID. It was, it was a ghost town. Everybody was home. So we were like, shit, what are we going to talk
4: about? But
1: people still loved us because yeah, I they guess still listened. there was no content for anything else. I know. You
4: know they, they still if I were going to hear two people talk about ice cream for an hour, you guys <laughs> oh, would be the ones I'd want to hear. it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: Spencer, where, what are your next tour dates? Where can people see you? Where I know you're going to be in Indiana, Indiana soon, right? After San Francisco?
4: That is wow, good. Yeah, you guys yeah, are on it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm uh, gonna be in Carmel, Indiana, at Feinstein's, and then I'm in Europe. I'm actually doing Dave yeah. Causes Cruise, and and then um, you're in Long Beach after
0: that. that. When you come back on the fifteenth, you're in July. I'm giving you your schedule. July fifteenth, you're gonna be in Long <laughs>
4: Beach at Festival that of is- Arts. <laughs> and um and then i'm going to yes this is god i can't you guys know what i'm gonna be better than i do i'm just i just, just i don't know where i'm gonna off, be Tony. tomorrow i know um i'm doing sonoma pride on the third and Ooh. fourth that Ooh. just kind of came in which nice. will be That's really cool. cool cool oh my god my, i hope we my get a pride straight brother thing. will be there dancing shirtless, oh, really? shirt, shirtless?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a good wing man there you go oh he yeah 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 Yeah, he's
4: he's he's yeah he he and his girlfriend will be there There for sure but i think that's in santa rosa and then yeah we have a whole bunch of stuff that's kind of pending that we'll be announcing pretty soon so people want to check out my website yeah you
0: can go to com, .com and i'll have all your tour dates on there I know. I hope you come back to San Diego. Yeah, we want you back here
1: too.
0: (laughs) Now that Martinez is back, they're back. Opened up. New management has a little different um, look, but they still are bringing a lot of the uh, the old act, like the old performers that used to perform before the pandemic, are starting to make their way back. So hopefully, we'll see Spencer Day back in San Diego.
4: (laughs) I know. I mean, I I really I think of all the things to. That I missed before. A friend in 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 Mexico asked me, like, what do you miss the most? And I just said, I just started crying. I was like, I missed the post office, which is such a weird because actually, they now, of all the things I I love in San Diego, the DMV and post office here is kind of some. It's uh, for all the friendly places I've been here too. I'm like, can you? But, uh, I think it symbolized <laughs> the routine because I just I loved my life yeah. in San Diego yeah. so much. So I'm excited to to come back to but as you guys know it's bittersweet because a yeah. lot of the places we love to go aren't even there oh yeah. we lost Our a lot so. of yes, a places. lot of gay
0: gay bars and other great restaurants during the pandemic that were here in San Diego yeah. for a long time yeah. they unfortunately had to close down because of the pandemic yeah but on the other hand there's a lot of really good places that have opened up and yeah. that are thriving and doing really well and we got
1: a couple new gay bars yeah. that opened a up after new COVID yeah. so oh nice.
4: what well, like uh, what are some of the what will well,
1: what's a few that closed down, and what are a few
4: that um, opened? Which we lost SRO. Yeah, we lost gone. SRO. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. I know. That was like a. Dime. I love that. I love I that, that spot. I that
1: know. Was like... I feel like we lost something else. You know, so oh, the, um, next to Moe's, the the Fiesta Cantina. Cantina, Fiesta yeah. Cantina
0: shut down. We lost that. Oh, yeah, okay. we
1: almost lost Martinis.
0: Well, we did lose the original martinis. They closed down. They got new management. um, They reopened up. And so now they're doing their whole new rebranding, trying to bring back the old vibe of martinis. Yeah. But I, you know me. I used to love martinis back when it was open originally. Oh, it was so much fun. It was the only space, and especially in Hillcrest, that was a cabaret space for performers like Spencer Day and other jazz performers and drag queens and stuff like that, especially queer artists. That was like the big spot. For queer artists to come, yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So it's good that they're coming back and starting to book a lot of the of the queer artists yeah. and
1: stuff. So. We lost cachet as well. Yeah, we lost Cache. Now it's been was... opened up as it reopened up. Port. So
0: I, you're familiar with San Diego, so you know Gossip Grill, right? <laughs> Of the, course, yeah. The girl bar. So Mo, who owns Gossip Girl, she opened up a new restaurant called Board and Barrel, which is all I'm gonna say it wrong, Cachuterie boards,
2: <laughs> <Charcuterie>. <laughs> and cocktails.
0: But it's women, it's woman ran, and it's yeah. um very, very it's like a girl yeah, restaurant. It's like yeah. the
1: lesbian version of Inside Out. Yeah, That's how I think of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so that's a new okay. one we got. It's really good. The yeah. food is so good. The drinks are really good. Yeah. they did such a great job with that. Yeah, one. That's and we new also
1: got A Wall, which is AWOL a military themed bar. A-bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> for all yeah. the military boys. I
4: mean, we're we, we can hope. Hey, we're in you San know Diego. That they will come.
0: Exactly, Spencer. Build it and they will come. I think we
1: found the title of the episode. Yeah, build it and they will come. If you build it, they will come.
0: (laughs) oh my god Spencer Um, it has been an absolute pleasure having you back on the show yes um when you come back to San Diego you got to come back in the studio with us now that we have like yeah I think we're doing good
4: with the with the zoom in person I feel bad because I can tell there's some spots where there's like the tiny lag oh I hate um, that. hate that I think we're I'm proud okay. of us for how we did today. We, yeah, yes, we did well. It was pat great. ourselves on the
1: back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you got to go go. Please listen to Spencer Day's new album, um, Broadway by Day. It is a it is a really good album, and if it wasn't, I would say so. But it's yes. like my favorite album you've done, literally, because I've I've listened to every album. I was a fan when you were on the show the first time, and this album I've had on like repeat and I love it. It's like my favorite album you've done it's
4: really hard. Oh, I'm re- I'm really proud of it in terms of the sound, and I think the fact yeah. that we didn't let the pandemic no. stop us, and we just dusted ourselves off and
0: yeah. Kept you going. know, um, seventy. What is the song? Seventy. Dance. The remix. Seventy two and 70. Yeah, the remix is on my 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 when I go for my run. Oh it's nice. because <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for the morning that remix when it's nice and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So how it's do you Funny because that's huh go ahead I know oh, was, it's funny because
4: that song started about like clinical depression and now as we as we kept doing versions of it they're like okay can you just leave that and add a beat so now it's on Kaigo's like summer chill out pool yep. party mix and I'm like this is very far from what I what it because
0: <laughs> if you yeah. listen to the original one you really feel that but then, like the remix yeah. come out I'm like I know oh, even me summertime. I'm like yeah of course I've, the-
1: I've definitely been at Rich's, and I'm like this is a really sad song that we're all shirtless dancing to right now. <laughs> Somebody
4: we should be really ashamed. Oh, I mean, it's not just mine. I mean, how many? Well, oh, it's you know, so don't, true. Don't leave me this way is about this desperate and codependent yeah. a sentiment. I'm, I'm like, can
1: get. isn't this about Christina Aguilera's dad and how he yeah. like, heard her? And I'm like, this is we should not be should dancing. Be, dancing and
0: this. Doing Molly to this? <laughs> this no, here we are. are. <laughs> uh, Spencer, how do people find you?
4: um spencerday.com i'm on instagram and and facebook under spencer day as well and i joined tiktok i don't know why but <laughs> that's I'm the one on thing there we haven't well. done
0: yet yeah we don't do anything i was like either. tiktok oh that intimidates me <laughs> the kids the kids the kids, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> but i do like your um insta because you do a lot of like little song things on there that you don't get like on the albums and stuff so yeah. i love that <laughs> but, yeah, everybody go check out Spencer Day's new album, um, Broadway by Day, and go follow him. Go look at the website for a city that hopefully you'll be coming back to San Diego. I can't wait to come back to San yeah. Diego. But when you do release I know. the new album, I, really I cannot wait. Yes. You got to come on and talk about it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Absolutely, guys.
0: It's been an absolute Absolutely. pleasure having you back on, Spencer.
4: Thank you, guys. It's so good to see you again, and I'm yes. excited to see you in person. Yeah. How
0: do people find you, Eric? Uh, you, you
1: can find me be. on Instagram at DaddyBearEric. There you go, yes. and you
0: can follow the show at Who Invited Her underscore podcast yes. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. We're Who Invited Her at Steve on Twitter and Facebook. You can watch us every Tuesday night at 7:30 on Out at TV. Um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave us a comment on YouTube if you're watching this on there. Um, next week, who do we have next week? Oh, I think Amber St. James is on. Oh, week. fine. Now finally we get her in the studio. Um, so that'll be a great show. You guys can follow me. as Tony underscore baloney underscore Macaroni. And that is it for us this week. It is hot as hell. It's, <laughs> it's so on, where hot. We're going to jump in a bowl <laughs> or something. Thank you again, Spencer, for joining Thanks us. Thanks again, guys. And we will see everybody next it's
2: week. like I've been waiting I'm uh, for uh. you why did you take so long to come to me? Maybe you were waiting round for me to so